Hello, Great Minds. It's Friday, and that means it's almost time for Drinks with Great Minds in History to make its triumphant return. Our first moment in the margins, where I take a moment to examine a character marginalized by our Great Minds story, and she, in this case, was essential to Cortez's success. So who is this episode, our first moment in the margins, that has been cast to the shadows of our tale by history and historians alike? None other than Donna Marina Cortez Malinche. This may be a podcast about great minds, but I want you to have the full story, or at least as much of the story as I have time to give. I mean, the last thing I want to imply is that those actors with limited agency, limited capacity to change their situation, weren't of equal, if not occasionally greater, importance to history. Plus, I'd hate for you to think that I, the host of this show, don't understand the story in its totality. So most people that manage to pass their high school world history class at least have heard the words Hernan Cortez, and anyone who's ever watched Ancient Aliens, that is the History Channel's version of history, has heard of the pyramid-building Mayans and Aztec. Even still, Cortez is going to be one of the first men forgotten to other quote greater minds of history like George Washington, Christopher Columbus, or even bigger assholes like Hitler and Stalin. And I mean, unless you live under a rock, everyone today has heard of Alexander Hamilton. But Cortez has no musical. Maybe he needs one. Cortez, an American massacre. I can't really see that one showing on Disney+, but I can guarantee that most of you have gone your whole life never hearing about Malinche. So who was she and how did she conquer the Mexica? Malinche, a woman of Mexican lineage, was one of many women gifted to Hernan Cortez and his men after a victory over a Mayan population of at Tabasco. So what made her unique? Malinche was a rare and brilliant specimen in the Americas naturally adept in language. She spoke both Nahuatl or Mexica language, the language of the Aztec, while also speaking a dialect of Mayan. So, for those of you following along at home, that doesn't help. Cortez wasn't Mayan, and he certainly didn't have time to speed through Duolingo or Rosetta Stone Aztec. But wait one second, remember that guy I told you not to forget about? The one that experienced Mayan society, that lived among them, that embraced their culture and learned their language, Geronimo de Aguilar? Well, he just became really fucking important. Aguilar would be helpful in navigating the terrain of of the Mayan-dominated Yucatan Peninsula and southern Mexico, but Malinche, she was the key to everything, and by far the most invisible warrior of them all. Let me put it to you like this, in a simple math equation. Cortez speaks Spanish, Aguilar speaks Spanish and Mayan, and Malinche speaks Mayan and Nahuatl. So, when you add it all together, Cortez can now understand Nahuatl, the Aztec language. He can understand what they are saying while his enemies only get the information Cortez wants them to have by means of Malinche. Talk about an advantage, Malinche allowed Cortez not only to speak to and understand the inner workings of the Aztec, but also controlled the flow of information. One of my favorite Atlantic historians, the author of Atlantic Connections, Anna Sarani, notes, quote, Malinche became one of the most important members of the Spanish expedition, serving as a translator and liaison between the Spanish and the Mexica, and was so important that Spaniards soon referred to her as Donna or Lady Marina. Malinche was essential to Cortes's survival at Cholula, where he was supposedly almost, but maybe never likely, the target of an attempt on his life. She was the voice between Cortes and Moctezuma, and likely the voice of reason and negotiations between Cortes and Zycotencotl, a leader of the Tlaxcala. 
All this can be seen in several image accounts of the conquest from historians across the ages, as well as those who witnessed the fall of the Aztec Empire in its time. In this capacity, though, Malinche served as an essential and eventually trusted diplomat of sorts. She rapidly learned Spanish, making Aguilar even more useless than he was before, and emerged as the linchpin of this whole story. Some might say remove Cortes and another conquistador would have followed. Although I would disagree, I would say instead this. Remove Malinche and no conquistador would have followed, and we certainly would not be talking about Hernan Cortes right now. Don't believe me? Ask those who were there. Bernal Diaz was a Spanish conquistador that served alongside Cortes, bearing witness to his brutal conquest of Mexico. His writings have shaped and sculpted the histories of the conquest of the Aztec, a history written unquestionably by the victors, but sometimes you have to take what you can get. In his text, The True, My Ass, History of the Conquest of New Spain, Diaz noted, quote, Without the help of Donna Marina, we could not have understood the language of New Spain and Mexico. Cortez's chance meeting with Malinche was a turning point moment for the Spanish. Malinche's value was so apparent to Cortez that he took her as his mistress, eventually legitimized her, and she bore him a son, Martin Cortez, who is sometimes called the first mestizo, at least in Spanish accounts. Not a whole lot has been said about Malinche's life before or after the conquest, but she has emerged as one of the most noteworthy factors in Cortez's ultimate success. Malinche would survive the conquest, but she, like millions of other indigenous Americans, could not avoid the seemingly inevitable, succumbing to one of many European diseases transported across the Atlantic as part of the Columbian Exchange. Born in 1500, she would die sometime around her 29th birthday. I will say more modern historians have come to emphasize her role in the conquest, with some even seeing her as the quote conqueror. Her legacy is somewhat controversial and contentious, however, as she was of Mexican descent and is often viewed as a traitor to her people, people that she likely saw as her enemies that actually were responsible for her initial enslavement. Cheers!